Hey listeners, this is Albert. Uh, just a quick note, this episode and the next episode are recorded before the Super Bowl. So keep that in mind. With that said, well, no surprise, the Chiefs took it. They, they completely won the game. There was a lot of unbelievable stuff. We were expecting that Niners come back and it did not happen. But got ahead to the Chiefs, man. They did some really stunty plays. Like the one time where 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 they actually brought Taylor Swift uh, as a quarterback and she pulled it off. She had a touchdown. It was amazing. I got I to gotta get into that. So that just, yeah, I'll give it up to the Chiefs. You notice, you notice it was from the 13th. Uh, yard line that she threw the ball to get the winning touchdown. That's why it pulled it off. She can do she's, anything. She's a goddess. She's a goddess. She I mean, anything. She's yeah. forever. Yeah. MVP. Yeah. And then can the, you believe they got engaged too at the Super Bowl? I know. Like uh, during the yeah. touchdown. It happened yes. during the touchdown. How, the touchdown. You, you, you can't write this. It's like it's what the NFL did. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, amazing. Amazing. And then, and then poor Usher, man. He comes out. He plays, yeah, and then and then suddenly the lights go out and boom, there goes Taylor Swift doing a halftime show. Unbelievable! Oh, unbelievable! Was, like I can't believe the the NFL pulled this off, man. This is exactly what they wanted—a Taylor Swift bowl—and and they got it. Amazing, amazing. Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This, this is Anna. And for this special episode, we got ourselves listener Greg on the show. Look at that. Welcome to the show, Greg. Hello, everybody. Hey, wow, it's an honor to be here. Yeah, so is there anything you'd like the listeners to know about yourself first before we move on with the episode? Um, I am a hopefully positive, normal, decent guy. About okay. 53 years old, big geek, love a lot of stuff, and a big fan of this podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Absolutely. Uh, I knew, I know Greg from, uh, from, uh, show's friend, Derek from the Geekdom Fancast. Uh, I think I met you for the first time at Comic-Con. Is that correct? That is correct. And Anna, how about you? I also know Greg by our friend of the podcast, Derek from Geekdom Fancast. And I met you. When did I meet you? I met you at Comic Con Special Edition. That is correct. It was all special. Yeah. Well, wow, very special. That was, I, think, I believe that was the friend that I saw. No, that's not true. I think I saw you prior to that, maybe. I don't know how because Greg's always in a panel. <laughs> that is very true. Panel, panel, panels. <laughs> Panel, panel, panel. And, and you better believe I was thinking about the panels when I was in Vegas last week at that other convention. But that's another story. See? <laughs> yeah. But uh, here, here's here's something that we, that you kind of got to take a look. Since, especially since you're a little bit older than me and I'm a little older than Anna, uh, me and Greg has this perspective. I'm not sure how... Oh, I guess that's... that's I'm presumption, presuming too much with Anna here. But... Here's a question. What did you do before the age of smartphones, right? So a lot of kids nowadays, they grew up with smartphones. That's pretty much their life. And did you ever wonder? And by the way, way, I love this world of smartphones. This is something that I've always dreamed about as a child, right? You have a computer in your hand, essentially. But what were the things that you would do when you're not looking at the screen at home or when you're on a train or whatever? What what was the thing that, that you guys would have done? Um, Greg, did you want to go first since you are a guest? Sure. Um, for me, 
uh, being a child of the uh, 70s, 80s, um, it was all about what was accessible and the music from the cassette deck on my car mm. radio that my parents were driving around in, my Walkman, radio was my friend. Radio was great because you could listen to it and if you had a cassette recorder, you could record stuff and play it back and listen to it over and over again. So a cassette player, that was a big deal. Radio was a big deal. And then books, um, you read if you, if you, if you had the time. Mm-hmm. Now, um, that was kind of the thing. And then other things was just pay attention and look around at what was going around you while you were just out and about. Yeah. I, I was thinking like when we went to Comic Con in the nineties, like we didn't have a phone in our hand to look at when we're standing in line, you know? And and I was thinking about this also. Like at home, yeah, I have access to the comic book, the TV's right there, you know, video games are right there. But when I'm out and about and I have a smartphone in my hand, I'm like waiting for the cashier register or whatever. What did I do? And and did was it really that simple where I just kinda just like just waited and looked around, tried not to be bored? I think so. I mean, I, I remember when the trailers panel was the big deal at Comic-Con, and we were all sitting there just to watch trailers for three hours. Yes, correct. And you just kind of sit there, and while you were waiting, they would just play music. And if you felt comfortable or daring enough, you might talk to someone that was around you just mm-hmm. to kind of like say something and then size them up and decide whether or not you wanted to continue the conversation. True. But uh, yeah, it was it, there was there was much more interaction, but it was just in person versus oh, I'm on a phone and I'm sending messages to friends and stuff like that that I'm not actually seeing. You just talk to the people that were around you, or you just yeah, you just chilled. It was cool. But for Comic Con though, like you buy books, you buy comic books there, and you could at least read that while you're waiting for the panel to start. So there's that distraction. I think I think in in this thought exercise, I'm really thinking more of like if I was on a public transportation. And and I didn't I didn't have my my walkman with me. I didn't have a book to read because I never read books on the road that way either. Like what did I do? And was it really just staring out to the open, just people watch? Anna, how about you? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's why I'm so comfortable being in my own head. Because <laughs> <laughs> when I was growing up. You know, we didn't have smartphones. Uh, we didn't have the internet. So either you went outside and played. Or, you know, you read a book or you just sat there in your own thoughts and came up with imaginary stuff. So um, that's what we did. <laughs> that must have really been it. Was it was a simple life. It was a simple life. Yeah. Much simpler. We didn't have to, like, you know, get blasted with so much media consumption. We We were able to, in a sense, chillax. Without yeah. outside interference, it's like uh, if you had toys, you played with your toys. If you were yeah. a little bit younger, you had Lego sets. You might have had um, you know books to color and stuff like that. I I was an only, I'm an only child, so TV was my friend. So I mm. remember watching you know, yeah. all the TV shows, Captain, you know, like uh, what was it, uh, Captain Kangaroo, okay, Mr. Rogers, <laughs> right? You know, there was stuff, and then in the afternoons, it would be like whatever cartoon shows would be on that they would be repeating the stuff. So Looney Tunes. And things like that, you know. Uh, but like you said, it was it was it was. You were a little bit more in a weird way isolated because you know, yeah, not everyone had phones. The phone was like only for certain occasions did you get on the phone. You didn't get on the phone when you got home. You did your homework, did other stuff. But if I was on a bus or something like that, I remember I was almost too nervous to like. I didn't want to miss my stop. I need to pay attention. Oh to god, that on. too. Yeah, the anxiety <laughs> of that. Oh, reading the ads, reading the ads in the bus. 
or look at the mm. map, looking at the map of like where you are in the bus kind of thing. Yeah, you know, you're right. That probably was what I was doing when I was taking the public bus to the mall or something. And 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 I remember when there wasn't any, you know, like you know, computer screens on the bus. You didn't have a graphics. You didn't have that news ticker going on that they have on some of the buses now. It was yeah. just like you just kind of sit there and go, "Okay, what's that smell? I need to get away from that." <laughs> <laughs> it's but yeah. true. Read magazines. I don't know. It's just it was TV and a lot of quiet time. Yeah. Have, have you ever gone to like like the dentist's office or? Or the uh, or the or the hospital, you know. Back then, you know, there'll be like magazines on the table that you'll pick up and read. But nowadays, yeah. what's the point of doing that? You you have your phone in front of you. Yes, that's true. Interesting. Very much so. We we we've, we've moved to devices that are more internalized. But when we were there before, it's like I said, I remember highlights, which was a magazine they yes. had for kids. Oh, that, yeah. was, that, that was something you'd always look forward to if you had to go to the doctor's office because mm-hmm. it wasn't anything else fun to there. Or or the fish aquarium. Aquariums were so big back then because you just get to see the fishes. Yeah. Well, it, it's funny because now when you go to the doctor's office and they have, you know, they have tabloids and all that. And it's like, oh, well, that's old news. You know, that was last week. Yeah, that's true. You know, <laughs> between last week and now, they already got, you know, broken up, got together, cheated on each other. Like, you know, it's just it's so funny because it's, it's like, oh, well, yeah, I want to go back in time and read about when they were happy. You know, <laughs> like, it's so funny. That's a good point, actually. So I, I went, I went to a medical place yes recently, and and on on the thing they had tabloids, right? The entertainment news, and I was thinking, like, why are they keeping old stuff there? Because they're they're old news. But you're right, they're not yeah. old news. They're just they're recent, but those those articles are old to us now because internet moves faster. Internet yes. moves faster. Yeah. Fascinating. All right. In that case, it's the 740th episode of the show. And as of this recording, it's currently 1.16 p.m., February 10, 2024, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And it's time we take a look and see what's up. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, if you didn't know, Valentine's Day is on the same day as Ash Wednesday. And for you non-Catholics out there, Ash Wednesday is the thing where they put the ash of the cross on the forehead, etc., etc., etc. But it also is a mark for Lent. But anyways, the diocese in Pittsburgh is encouraging Catholic couples to celebrate Valentine's Day a little differently this year because of Ash Wednesday. You know, so you're still supposed to avoid meat, which I guess would kind of ruin going out to restaurants for the lavish dinner and whatnot definitely i mean you'd have to think about it It, it's almost kind of in a way it's a uh, money saver because you can't spend the money on the fancy steak Mm -hmm. you have to fish and fish is always a little bit more affordable for most of the things or you you know if you really want to be traditional you 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 fast on ash wednesday so you only get one meal so you might say hey you know we'll uh we'll have to celebrate another time we're going to just you know lay low this this uh valentine's day Sounds like an excuse. I don't. If you had a if you had a boyfriend on a date on Valentine's Day and you're like, and he was like, "Hey, it's Ash Wednesday. We should have like a nice quiet dinner. Would you be okay with that?" Uh, I would be single so fast. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, bye. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, so I'm downloading Tinder again, and I'm gonna go do my own thing." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're not ruining my dinner plans. I don't want to do a quiet dinner, you know? 
but a bean and cheese burrito and some rice wouldn't sound as delicious as say a you know gourmet steak meal. I mean, it sounds good. I mean, <laughs> I, and also like you know what? I I don't know. I'm I'm okay with not celebrating like going big for Valentine's Day, but in in lieu of foregoing some Valentine's Day shenanigans for Ash Wednesday, it's not. It's, nope. it's 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 interesting because it's uh, when when you have Lent and you have these parts of Lent. So like I remember, uh, you know, Lent can run into March and it can run into St. Patrick's Day. And man, you know, Catholics love their corned beef. And if it's on oh, a yeah. Friday, St. Patrick's Day, a lot of the dioceses I would remember would get what they called. Um, it was like some kind of like excuse, like a, a forbearance or something, which basically said it's okay to eat meat this day because it's. St. Patrick's Day, wink, wink, you'll be okay. And that's when I realized that the uh, organized religion really is just basically about uh, checks and balances to whatever they can do to keep the money flowing. That's what I'm, <laughs> yeah, so I'm not going to – whatever. It, it, yeah, it goes into a whole different conversation, and then we're going to get canceled. But <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot that can be said about um, – you know, it's funny, though, because I remember when I used to go to church – they used to condone Valentine's Day and be like, you can't celebrate that because that's an evil holiday, blah, blah, blah. Oh, did, and, did you really say evil? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So and they were really on about it because it's like, oh, well, a, a nun got got kidnapped and all that stuff. And wow. this is a, you know, this is the devil's work, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, so it's like, oh, now we're like, you should celebrate Valentine's Day with us, it's like, okay, first of all, you guys drilled it in my head that Valentine's Day was a bad holiday. And uh, now you're like, it's cool, you know? And I see the hip the, the hypocrisy in it. Yeah. Well, I, if I remember correctly, you guys might know this. There used to be those books of saints that you would get. Isn't there a St. Valentine's? Oh, which leads me to back to the article here. All right. So from the <laughs> article, it says here, uh, the Diocese of Painsburg said, with that in mind, no dispensations from fasting and abstinence will be granted on February 14th. We should also remember that St. Valentine was exactly that, a Catholic saint. He would agree that the celebration that bears his name should take a backseat to Ash Wednesday. Or even better... nuns, apparently. Just remember. <laughs> According to my priest. Okay. Oh, he says here, or even better, couples could intentionally observe Ash Wednesday together. You know, couples might make a point of going to Mass and receiving ashes together. Instead of a lavish dinner, couples could share a meager meal together, recognizing that true love isn't found in material things and fine dining, but in one another and ultimately in God. Uh, listen, uh, love doesn't pay the bills. Money does. So I want a lavish Valentine's Day celebration. Well, I think the thing that's funny about that, and that that was the word I was looking for, dispensation. That was the word I was I was looking for. Um, if you let people put their own ashes on and their own oils and stuff and they're touching each other, I don't know. That could get kind of all kinds of other kind of craziness See? going on. So See? I don't know if they're really they're thinking it through properly. <laughs> no, it's it's hypocrisy there right there, you know? Couples, couples. Oh man. All right. Moving on to another part of that East Coast here. Um the, the the Central New York Police Department of the city is the town of Manlius. Yeah. They put up a poster here for Valentine's Day. Need plans for Valentine's Day? Have an active warrant? Give us a call. We will come pick you up, let you borrow a pair of our bracelets, and spend time talking with you. 
We promise not to ghost you, even though you obviously have ghosted us. We obviously answer 911, and we'll make sure to set up a second court date. Cute, or <laughs> what? Wait, what? So, so, so basically, this is a Darwin Award in an action. They're they're basically telling the people that if you have a warrant, come and see us. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll 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 arrest you and we'll detain you. It's like you know when they used to do those things where they're like, oh, you want a prize? You you want tickets to the Super Bowl? Come on down to the station and we'll we'll give you the tickets. Oh yeah, and they were going to yeah. people that had warrants and everything. But this is like one step more. This is basically saying, you know, you have a warrant. Come on, just give in. Just just, just turn yourself in. Give up. It also <sighs> seems like it's a thing where it's like, are you lonely? Are you lonely? So lonely that you would <laughs> want to spend time with us, the police? That that seems to be the thing as well. That's trying to joke with, right? Wow! Yeah, that's uh... that's now, hilarious. I'm waiting for the news article that will, exp- that will explain somebody actually putting up with this. <laughs> I know. Well, if it was in Florida, I would expect them to actually get people to show up. I would. It is in New York, though. So, <laughs> yeah, New Yorkers are a little bit smarter than that. I think. I, mean, I don't know about Jersey people, but New York, yeah, usually they won't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, if only Ruthie was here to tell us exactly what they would say. I wonder. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was supposed to say, supposed to say things like that. If only if had somebody from only. New York that might have a comment about this. <laughs> you know, and I was so looking forward to seeing her, but I know she's got to sleep. So well, maybe one of these days. <laughs> uh, let's see. From Psychology Today, it says here, if pizza has a pe- an appeal, you can deliver the bad news with a goodbye pie. A cheesy new way to break up on Valentine's Day. Pizza Hut is offering a goodbye pizza? I mean, what? <laughs> it even see all the pizza is drizzled with honey. Um uh, it even comes in a box with a picture of a broken pizza heart. This is a thing? Ah, uh, I could I could see that being a kind of a cool thing. It's almost like a, a, a very much a novelty, but in a way, if you want to try a little something different for your breakup or uh Getting rid of somebody—that's that, kind of that's kind of interesting. I mean, their pizzas are like just sugar, so they're not you know really that good. But if you give it someone you don't want to be around anymore, I guess they'll get the picture a little bit better. This article also has here like an online excuse generator. You ate all my cheese sticks and didn't offer to replace them. Also, I'm the heir to a throne of a faraway land, and I must save my kingdom from impending evil. What? And he goes here, we want different things. For example, I want someone else and you want me. What? <laughs> That's horrible. Anna, would you have anyone you would send a pizza to based on your previous uh, Tinder dates and stuff like that? I'm not giving them food. <laughs> <laughs> not even Pizza Hut? Because, I mean, you could argue that that's not food. I, hey, I like Pizza Hut. <laughs> I like all kind of huts. I like all kind of pizza. So, yeah, I'm not going to spend my money or, you know, I'm not going to give them food. No, no, I'm going to starve them. So, no. <laughs> I'm not sure why this is in psychology today. Are they, are they literally saying that it's it's less, if you, don't, if you think it's too hard to tell the person that you're breaking up with them in person, send them a pizza. This is really what they're saying? I mean, come on. I guess. Like, I mean, yeah, you're going to, like, soften the blow, but no... Yeah, I that don't seems know. A it's, Maybe it's, they're. Um, it's a funny marketing thing. Yeah. They're, they're paying for the article, I think. You know, because, you know, how many people are actually buying a subscription to Psychology Today? 
This is interesting though because it it is looking at the perspective. Okay, when I was thinking, look at this article. I was looking at the perspective of the person who's getting breaking up too, right? As opposed to the person breaking up, and it seemed like this this thing is like, well, since you're the one breaking up, you had to think about your mental health. So why put yourself to more trauma or more anguish by confronting the person in person? Is that really healthier? I I mean, I guess no. Uh- Psychologists wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> like it's weird. It's it's the weird take. I mean, I don't know. Some people don't like confrontation, but that's why there's text messages or emails. You know, like <laughs> I don't know. Like they they, they, they they tell people don't send them. So don't break up to text. You know, don't break up to social media. And so this is more or less the same thing, except. We sent you a pizza. <laughs> I mean, come it's on. Worse. It's 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 a marketing <laughs> technique. It's worse. Mm. Yeah, the, the person that gets a the pizza, they have to tip the delivery person. <laughs> I think that's kind of like an insult to injury kind of thing, most likely. They'd be like, what? <laughs> and then don't ruin pizza for me. I don't want to have pizza as a negative food. I always want to love pizza. So this is this is bad. This is not good. It's not good. It says, it says right here, um, Setting a pizza with a cooked-up excuse may not be the most appropriate way to break up with a former lover. Okay, at least acknowledges that. Uh, perhaps if the other person cheated on you and you've already made it clear that the breach of trust is too egregious, okay, if you go that direction, sure, then yes, maybe a pie in that person's figurative face would make sense. Breaking up with some humor instead of ranting and raving and revenge can provide the slices that, that you feel you need. So yeah, I think, I think it really is going to... It's really siding with the person breaking up with the person, assuming that other person... Did you wrong? Yeah, it's it's just it's just weird. I I, I think where if 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 you have to spend money to achieve a breakup, I think it's kind of defeating the purpose. I would almost want to just like ghost the person or never talk to. Them. I wouldn't want to waste my energy or money on that in a way. So oh, here let's, let's, let's ask Anna. Anna, is it better if somebody breaks up with you by ghosting you or actually telling you that we're over? I prefer being told. Yeah, I would think so too. Because ghosted seems like you're in limbo. Like, wait, what's what's going on with our relationship? Why yeah, can't I get exactly. a hold of the person? No, that, that's true. But I guess I would say then it would be just more of a straightforward, I'm going to tell you politely in person or something, but I'm not going to buy you a pizza. I'm not going to buy you roses. I think if I'm breaking up with you, I think I'm done, you know? And, and I guess it also kind of depends on how you're breaking up too. If you're being cheated on, it could be angry. If you lost interest you could be one of those people who just don't care but sometimes you want to try to just ease the blow i guess you could do that but breakups are usually a messy thing unfortunately so yeah i was just recently re-watching uh an anime movie from the 80s uh kimaguri orange road the movie uh which famously has a huge breakup scene one of the one of the most iconic breakup scenes in anime for people who go that far in anime uh and it was devastating as, as, I haven't seen it in, in a couple of decades, and it's still devastating watching it today. Uh, but yeah, uh, I guess that could be a recommendation. Give me a good orange from the movie, and we'll watch the TV series too. All right, and that's What's Up. You can find this podcast on Instagram and Threads at Stuff Junk Show. You can also find me, Albert, on Instagram and Threads at Albert5x5. You can find me on social media at Anna Voltage or on my other show, Most Extreme Ranking Challenge. And Greg, tell the listeners where they can find you. And I'm on the socials under Greg underscore M-U-C-I-N-O. And I'm on X, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm all over the place. Come and say hi. 
Alright, music has been provided by Gloomy June. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else is on the show notes found on whowhatworsewhy.com. Uh, before we wrap things up, so speaking of length, let's do another thought exercise. Is there like a thing that you would like to give up on for, was it 90 days? It was 90 days, right? 40, 40, 40 days. days. Damn. <laughs> I just made it hard for Dear myself. Lord. <laughs> like I said, I am a non-practicing Catholic. <laughs> 40 days, 40 I days. Went to, I went to Catholic school. I met with the Pope. I've been to the Vatican. Uh, it's in me, whether I like it or not, but I don't practice anymore myself. You met the Pope? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. You met uh, the Pope. <laughs> I, 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 have, I have family members in Mexico that are nuns and priests, and one of my... Ancestors is buried at the Basilica in uh, Guadalupe. So wait, yeah. Which thank, you, thank, you, which, thank you for saying Mexico, like Mexico. Um, hold on, Greg. Which, that which needs pope? to be which in pope? your bio. Which pope? Which pope? Uh, uh John Paul. Oh second. wow, John Paul II. Wow. Okay. All Let right. That, that needs to go in your bio. <laughs> I have met the pope. <laughs> What a casual like, like name drop! Wow, Craig. I mean, let, let me be clear. Let me be clear. I met the Pope, but not like a one-on-one. It wasn't one of those ones where yeah. you get to take a meeting. But you were just, around the Pope, okay? That's I was more than anyone does. Yeah, it that's was, as it close was a lot to God will ever get. <laughs> <laughs> I like to. I like to think when I was around Jennifer Lopez, I was closer to God. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, now I'm going to be like, "Hi, guys. This is my friend Greg. He met the Pope." Well, that's why I always joke when when people say, "Oh, you know, you're gonna get punished." I said, "Look, I've got papal blessings, and I got, I'm, I'm good. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. be fine." You good? <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow, Greg, you are just yeah. a man of surprises. I, I try to be, but I, going without with Albert, what you're saying, I think for Lent, for me, I remember as a kid, you know, you would always want to give something up because the whole idea was that Jesus suffered in the desert, and you need to suffer along too to help focus yourself and understand what the whole idea of uh, him preparing to be crucified and die for your sins were. So, you know, you'd give up like chocolate or you wouldn't play video games or you'd stop doing something. But after a while, I started saying like, I don't want to hurt myself. I just would want to be a better person. So I would just try not to do bad things. Okay. Uh, not lose my temper, you know, try to like not get angry at people that are morons and everything. Hold but, my tongue. When but, but for many Catholics, I guess like for me, this is just a, a trendy thing that you can do with everybody else. <laughs> it is a trendy thing. Yeah. There you go. It's Marketing a trendy thing. You, you, actually, you actually called out the, the thing that I'm giving up. I'm giving up chocolate, which is for me is very hard to do. Now, I do have a caveat. Uh, the solids only. Like, you know, chocolate candy, chocolate cake, chocolate pie, you know, this kind of stuff. Chocolate drinks, completely fine. I'm okay with that. I'm going to stick with that. But, but, wow. but chocolate cookies... You know, that kind of stuff. I'm going to give it up for 40 days. Not 90 days, 40 days. <laughs> 40 days and 40 nights. Oh, yeah. And that's not an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> uh, how about you, uh, Anna? Do you have anything? I you... think I would give up fast food. Wow, that's hard. For me, that's, that's, that's really hard, hard actually. Yeah, That's really hard. No, I know because I just had fast food last night. Um, I know for a fact that I will fail utterly, so I am just setting myself up for failure. But this isn't a New Year's resolution where you you're allowed to fail utterly. You're, you're supposed to stick with it for the days. <laughs> uh, like I said, I'm not a practicing Catholic. Right, right. So, well, the, well, the kid, I, 
yeah. the joke would be is if you if you fail, you could always go to confession and you'd be back to square one and you'd be okay. You know, exactly. You can go to confession. <laughs> but you know, the only thing I actually really do that I like for some reason, I do the uh, no meat on on Friday though. I, I really do, do, do that. try to do yeah. that. No, I don't do that because that is also a trendy thing that you can share in social media. Look at what we're <laughs> eating instead of meat. <laughs> Meatless Friday. Meatless Friday. Oh. Yeah. How <laughs> it sounds utterly disappointing and what a sad way to live life. <laughs> oh, and I just looked at it the wrong way. I mean, if you if you do these things, you can be healthier and you can live longer and you can find other things that will make you happy. You don't you don't need those things, those material things. <laughs> Eat all the things. Listen, I already know. I've been told there's a special place for me in hell, so I don't need to do all this. That, 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 that beachfront property on the Lake of Fire. I've heard about it's, that. Yeah, no, it's gonna be nice and warm. Okay, <laughs> you, you can come out and hang out if you get a day pass from heaven. So. You can do marshmallows, uh, Albert. You can bring the chocolate. We can do s'mores. There you go. 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 <laughs> and the reason the reason why I chose chocolate because because Lent ends on Easter. Where there's gonna be lots of chocolate. So it'll make up. <laughs> Alright. This was episode 740 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Greg, thank you for being on this episode. And until next time, this podcast has been a Who What Works by production. Can you imagine that 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 it's hard to believe that the Niners pulled it off? Is it amazing? Niners pulled it off, guys! Woohoo! Go San Francisco! Uh, screw the Niners! Come on, come Ooh. on! It's not, it's not. I'll I'll give you this: that the Chiefs was not on their game, and that's all because Taylor Swift was not able to make it to the game, so they were completely down in spirits. The audience was not in it. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not her fault that her plane had a door blow open. In fact, I was, I was too soon. They haven't found anybody yet. They're still looking. Let's not go there. Yeah. Oh, that's no. why they're all down. That's why they couldn't no. perform properly in the game. You know, because you know, Taylor Swift was completely all in their minds. And there we go. Niners took it. One big. Yay. Ugh. Can you believe that? Because Taylor Swift didn't show up. The Super Bowl got canceled. Super Bowl didn't get canceled. Wait, wait. <laughs> I like you're, you're missing the trend. We really established in this imaginary world that the Super Bowl happened. Come in on. my imaginary world, the Super Bowl got canceled. And, and I went shopping. And I went shopping. Like I said, last year, I didn't even care. I went to the movies. I saw Titanic in 3D IMAX. That's what I was doing. <laughs> See? See? Yeah. I thought about going to Disneyland, but I think everyone's going to Disneyland because everyone said, you know, Disneyland's going to be a bit empty, but it's not. No, it's not. But if you go, I would appreciate it because, again, my Disney stock would go up, and I, I need that. So go, go. Have some fun. There you go. And bye. Bye. <laughs> I'm sorry that Taylor Swift's boyfriend lost the Super Bowl, but I'm glad the 49ers won. Oh, you guys are horrible. I, I'm a Rams fan because I'll never cheer for the 49ers, but if they win, they win. But, uh ugly. And scene. Can you imagine if the Chiefs don't win, how pissed off the Swifties are going to be? Like, I, I'm really curious, though. I'm really curious. How I, I want to see how they try to cancel the NFL. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I, think it'll be, I think it'll be much more localized. I think, you know, they'll just be like, how do we not support the 
Kansas City Chiefs anymore. How they, they they let us down. They let they let Taylor down. Is what yeah, the, yeah. Like I want to see how they cancel the entire sport. You know. Oh, but we'll be the whole sport. No, no, not no. That. When 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 Travis and Taylor get a divorce, the Swifties will cancel the entire sport. But but don't they want that? Because there'll be a whole new uh, genre of music that she can get into afterwards. Because it'll be like. I don't know, maybe she goes back to country or it's country rock and roll or whatever she's going to be singing about with that. It it, it would be really curious though when the new season starts and the ratings just are just not the same, then they will really go wild. The Taylor Swift factor really did make a difference. Wow, I wonder what we can do. Maybe you can rig another Super Bowl. Who's going to be the next singer? Who are they going to get to replace Taylor Swift so we can have somebody fall in love with? Rihanna. No. There, no. I don't think there's any other pop star that could get this sort of attention to the to the sport that was dying. Yeah, no, Ethel was not dying. It was the opposite is happening. Jeez, kidding. Anyways, no, unless you get Britney Spears or something, but you know. But I will tell you this, guys. I am bummed a little bit. I I I stayed up at work and watched all the Super Bowl commercials. That they had online. Oh, I completely forgot. Oh, I'm sorry. I completely forgot. Oh my god! And I made notes too. Oh, <laughs> hey, did you do? Did you I want to do it now? Mobile one with Jason Momoa in it. I do like that commercial. I, I, and I put down notes and put that, and I might like this one. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Well, but, but, mm, I guess next time you should have sent us the link or whatever, because I definitely wasn't doing the research. I, I forget which which website I was looking at, but you know, like I do like. Uh, comic book resources there's a couple like a uh, collider they'll post a little thing and they just had a link to like all the commercial and i will tell you one thing it's so different than it used to be because some of the commercials you're going to see at the super bowl they're only 30 seconds but they're making minute two minute commercials that you watch on the internet you know yeah yeah and uh, i i will say that there's there's some funny ones this year there actually are some fun will i buy the product probably not it's so funny they're entertaining commercials but as far as like actually making sales I don't know if they will, you know? Yeah. Weird, $7 million a pop now for a commercial. Ooh. I mean, the only live TV that people actually watch nowadays, so. It's true. Yeah. yeah. 